Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow! Happy day 78 of the program. I could not be any more excited about this week. I mean, we are starting to not wind things down, wrap things up around here, but we are not done yet. We go to the very last day. Plus, you want to stick around for these next couple weeks, personalizing the food plan. So first thing you need to know about that, it's not doing your own thing. It's really about being in tune to the fact that your body's needs change day to day, especially when it comes to hunger levels and portion sizes. So we've been following a pretty strict regimen with the food plan, making sure you're hitting all your meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich, still eating those token amounts when you're not hungry, really kind of spreading that food out throughout the day to making sure your, you know, your, um, your energy levels stay a little bit more stable to get even more in tune to your portions to help your body digest smaller, more manageable portions more often to help your digestive system uh, improve so it's able to get more nutrients from the foods that you're actually consuming. I mean, there's I could go on and on and on. There's been a massive rhyme and a reason to all the changes that we've made we've been making over the past few months to get you to this place where you're in tune with your body's needs. Now you are still very much following all of the guidelines. For example, um, the the time between eating three and a half to no longer than, sorry, uh, half an hour to no longer than three and a half, four hours without eating. Um, still going high protein uh, for your breakfast in the morning. You can still have the option of skipping it. However, it's always been a benefit to make sure you're getting it in. Making sure you have the components that you need at lunch and dinner, although there's no longer a star of the show. You want to make sure you're getting in protein in and vegetables in and leafy greens in and healthy fats in. And lunch is still the best time to add in those heavier carbs. Still trying to not eat too late uh, in the evening or as close to after dark as possible. Still making sure to get all your water in. Still making sure you're taking your supplements. Still making sure you're asking the four questions. Still making sure when it comes to those portions, they're what they feel like, not what they look like. Eating just enough so that when you walk away, you're feeling satisfied and not stuff. Still maximizing. Still managing your stress and trying to get the best night's sleep and still moving your body and doing all the things that you can do to get and keep the scale moving. So you want to be all in with this tweak. This week, people are always asking, can I just do the basic food plan? I mean, you can. It's not the it's not the most proactive. It works really great, that basic food plan, as back on track because it's so familiar to the body. But familiar doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're getting the most bang for your buck. You're being as proactive as possible to continue to get and keep that scale moving. So I know for so many reasons people are hesitant with this week's tweak. But the number one reason why is that they perceive that there's no structure when there's all the structure. 
structure. They perceive that they can just do whatever they want and that's not it at all. Like even when it comes to your food choices, you have more flexibility when it comes to those snacks, but you're still, you're still choosing foods from the original grocery list that we posted on day one. So you're not adding in muffins or bars or, you know, adding back in pasta or just doing whatever the fuck you want. You're still doing all of the things that you have been doing up until this point with a little bit more flexibility designed to help you be even more in tune to your body's needs. Essentially, the only thing that is really changing this week is that you no longer have to force yourself to eat those token amounts if you're not hungry, as long as you're not going longer than three and a half, four hours without eating. So I try to just be all in with it. Your mind is going to be blown away by how hungry you're not going to be by how often you won't need to eat. Now, you may have days where you're eating every single meal and snack when you're checking in at breakfast, checking in at morning snack, checking in at lunch, checking in at that first afternoon snack, checking in at that second afternoon snack, checking in at dinner. You may find that you eat all of the meals and snacks, and then the next day you wake up, you might not be hungry at all. And then depending on timing, you just have your meals, or you have your meal and a snack, or you know one or two or whatever. You might decide to you know skip dinner even if you're really not all that hungry for it you know so you have flexibility in the sense that you have an opportunity to really pick up on your body's changing needs day to day knowing and having in mind that you are still very much focused on losing your weight and reaching your goals so all the choices that you're making day to day are following and falling in line with reaching your goals um, I'll get to your questions in a sec this is also where people feel like they're gonna fall back into old habits and this is where if you feel like that um, double down on setting your intention each day set alarms when it comes to checking in at each meal and snack time ask as many questions as you need to be super confident in this tweak this week this isn't this should not present opportunities for you to fall back into old habits. This should not um, present opportunities for you to just eat whatever you want. If anything, literally this is doing all of the things, building on everything that you have learned to continue to get and keep that scale moving. So it's such a fun week, we're not done. We're not done. Uh, did you see our, our amazing Livy Loser Spotlight today? Be sure to check that out. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be spilling the tea. Um, we're we're going to be talking about this week's tweak. We're going to have an amazing guest on Wednesday. Uh, Dr. Sean Rice is going to join us. We're going to talk about skin and weight loss. We go right to the very last day here. So we are really not done. I know you guys also have questions about next steps. Uh, we're going to break down maintenance. If you're ready for maintenance, you still want to follow through on this tweak for the next uh, two weeks. We're going to break down maintenance next week, everything that you need to know about that. If you sign up for our spring group. We're going to talk about what to do in between groups. If you want to continue your weight loss journey on your own, we're going to break that down for you as well. So just focus on maximizing these next couple weeks. All right, let's get into your questions today. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, it was odd the link didn't appear in the app today, at least on my phone. Oh, well, shit happens. Maybe our team forgot to add it. Maybe it's your app. Maybe it's your phone. I don't really know. Um, don't let that stop you from checking into the group and doing all the things that you need to do. Sometimes that happens for a variety of reasons. We're continuing to level up the app and make so many amazing changes with it. Here's what I want from you guys. Um, we're going to be sending out a survey uh, by email and posting it in the group. If you could take the time to fill out the survey, one, you'll have a chance to win some of my favorite things because we like to do a give fun giveaway at the end of the program. But more importantly, tell us the good, tell us the bad, tell us the ugly. Tell us what you hated about the program. Tell us what you love. Tell us about all the ideas that you have for us to improve the program and the process. 
we are far from perfect around here. I feel like we're just getting started, even though next group is going to be our 20th group. We actually have learned so much from the feedback that we get from our members. So I am straight up not a fan of feedback when you're new to the program and you've been doing it for like two weeks. I'm like, make it here to the end. But now that you're here at the end, I want to hear what you have to say about it. I want to hear what you think. Now that you've had an opportunity to see how it comes together. So if you can take the opportunity, um, let us know how you feel about the Facebook groups, about the support you're receiving, about the information, about the book, about the app, all of it. Um, it's how we really level up. We've made a lot of changes based on our member feedback. So if you guys could take the time uh, to do that, that would be awesome. Uh, week 11, still going strong. Finally and forever is real. I love that, Wendy. Hi, Angela. With spring summer session coming pretty quick after this session, when will the new book be available to buy for that session? So uh, we are finalizing it this week. And it, I know we do the, it's, so a lot of you are going to ask if it's the same book. It's the same base information, but we're always adding new info. We're always leveling up and tweaking. Like our, you might have noticed our winter book was a game changer. We totally overhauled all the information. Over the last 19 groups, I've just kind of putting out posts, putting out posts, putting out posts, putting out information and kind of just building all the information and haven't really had an opportunity to kind of go through it and streamline it. So we did that with our winter book. We've made some really great changes uh, to the spring book as well. You can use your winter book if you want, but the spring summer book is geared towards the spring summer group. So all of the posts are in line with the changes that we've made in the program. We've added some new posts. All, all, of course, it's all updated, um, but it's going to be out about, do we have a date? Two weeks before the start. So we're trying to get it out, trying to get it finished up this one, week. Yeah, one, one week we're, we're aiming for the 13th, 14th? 13th, 14th is what we're aiming for. So you'll have an opportunity to purchase it from Amazon and get it delivered in time for the start of the next group. Um, good morning. Hi, Holly. I can't believe, why does my iPad keep doing this? We only have two weeks left. Time flies. Still feeling motivated. Love that. Looking forward to a two-week break and then coming back uh, to the next group with fresh eyes. Yeah, this is a quick turnaround, um, which is good in a sense that you get to stay on top of mo momentum. So from the fall to the winter, group there's like a five week break in there and then the summer spring summer group obviously to the fall to the fall group there's like a seven week break um and if you plan on sticking around for a while we're going to break that down we might actually offer a bridging the gap group as well we've been talking about that we did that uh in the winter we had a bridging the gap group um because it's such a big break in between a group where you can continue to ask questions and whatnot um but it, the quick turnaround is great because it builds momentum especially this time of year where you're going from winter where your body has you in that winter hibernation mode it's starting to give you more energy um, your the days are longer um, it's such a great time to focus on weight loss because your body legit is gonna go looking to get rid of any extra fat that it would have naturally stored over the winter time our body is of course still working on a very primitive level um, although things you know things have evolved we really haven't evolved that much in terms of how our bodies work so in the winter time with the with the shorter darker days Obviously, the colder temperatures, our body is naturally more inclined to store fat and hold on to fat. Um, so the spring, summer is kind of great opportunity to when you're already even putting this kind of time and energy into addressing your body's needs and help it focus on fat loss. Great time for that. Great time for that. Hi, Crystal. Uh, I do want to address how the time flies. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you the last four weeks of the program, it flies by. That's why you just got to keep showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up. Next thing you know, it's going to be the end of the program. Uh, hi, Crystal. Good morning. Productive day yesterday left me sore. Um, 
Sorry. Sunshine was nice. Rainy again today. Five hours of sleep after grandson woke me up with a bad bloody nose. Oh, no. Going to make the rest of my day. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs> I didn't get much sleep last night either. I think I'm I'm going on about a couple hours sleep at this point. Um, you know, the, you just got to keep showing up. Some days you're going to be a hot mess, total disaster. Um, this is where you might want to recognize that, make that little extra effort. Uh, you know, set alarmers and times or whatever. Alarmers. <laughs> That's where I'm at, alarmers. <laughs> you can tell I didn't get much sleep when. Uh, set alarms, timers, whatever you need to kind of keep yourself on track today. Set those intentions, you know, the end of day reflections. And that's where you kind of got to step it up when you're kind of feeling it. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Uh, indoor cycling, getting water in and listening to Gina. Nice surprise today. Measured my waist five inches down since January. Yeah. So I don't really promote taking measure. Here's the thing. I, I, the scale is a great tool while you're trying to lose weight to pick up on the ups and the downs and plateaus to kind of along with what you're doing. Um, you know, I don't really promote uh, taking measurements probably as much as I should. Taking your measurements can be a great way to kind of see um, how your how much your body has been changing. And sometimes in the beginning, it can kind Kind of mess you up because your body can kind of shift like for example your legs could be wider when you start and then you know if you're working out they could actually like kind of lean out but you're building muscle at the same time so sometimes when your body's in the state of changing those measurements can be a little off but definitely when you take those starting measurements and ending measurements it's pretty mind-blowing especially the way you lose weight because with this process you really lose it in layers and sometimes you don't really notice how it's adding up. It comes down to that butter, right? Like if you, like five pounds, you think only five pounds, but if you go get yourself five pounds of butter and you stack that up, you're gonna be like, holy shit, that's a lot of fat. And, but if you took that five pounds of butter, and I know this is weird, every time I say it, it's weird, and you just smeared it all over your body, it's not gonna really account for much. Do you know what I mean? It's probably just like a thin layer, the way it kind of spreads out. And because we're losing it in layers, sometimes it's kind of hard to notice really all of our hard work paying off. If you aren't hungry for dinner, a little confused about when you can skip it, so that, so that you would only keep it uh, four hours apart. So, for example, if you, didn't, if you didn't have your afternoon snack, right? So the last time you ate was two o'clock, right? And then uh, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. So, and it's, you know, it gets dark now around seven o'clock. So if the last time you ate was at two o'clock, I would probably have something for dinner because that's running you past four hours. So chances are, if you don't eat dinner and the last time you ate was two o'clock, you're going to be hungry in the evening legit. And you're probably going to be really tempted to eat something when you don't, and you don't want, as much as you don't want to go to bed with a belly full of food, you also don't, don't want to go to bed hungry either. So I would go by sort of when it gets dark um, and you don't want to get going longer than four and a half hours. So if that puts you, you know, four hours before it gets dark, you probably want to have dinner. But if you had your afternoon snack, let's say at four o'clock, you had, I don't know, whatever it is, nuts and seeds and some vegetables or some fruit or your, whatever it is that you're having for that afternoon snack at four o'clock, then, you know, that's five, six, seven, by the time it gets dark, eight o'clock, you go to bed, nine, ten, whatever, chances are you're good. If you, if you decide not to have dinner because maybe you had breakfast that day, morning snack that day, lunch that day you know, first afternoon snack that day and second afternoon snack. So you've kind of really eaten, you know, throughout the day, you know, and you're not really hungry for that dinner. That would be a time where you could skip it. Um, or, you know, you had that, you know, you had that uh, evening, you had that last afternoon snack. And then, you know, you, by the time you get home, it's like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 
do you know what I mean? Then you can be like, okay, I'm not really all that hungry. I could probably skip it. It's a little late at this point. I'm going to bed in the next hour in a bit, so I don't want to, you know, mess with my sleep. So that's sort of where that would come in. Um, it's first of all, it's not. I just want to talk about this for a second because it's not skipping meals and snacks. It's choosing not to have them because you're not hungry for them. Let me say that again. You're not skipping meals and snacks. You're choosing not to eat at that particular time because you're not hungry. And it's really no benefit to force yourself to eat at this point if you're not hungry. Unless, of course, you know you're going to go longer than, you know, four hours without eating something, right? So just kind of important. Um, there was a conversation yesterday. It's such a great conversation. First of all, let me address something. So if you guys make comments and, you know, things like, you know, I'm going to give you a straight talk. Someone um, responded to my response and said I was a little harsh. First of all, mind your business. I got to say that. So if something I'm, so when I respond to someone, I, I really thoughtfully take time and internalize what this person is asking in a sense of like, what are they trying to say here? Um, where are they at with this? Someone popped on and whoever this was, I, I love the whole thread. It was a very um, insightful thread that followed by having a really real conversation. And that's something that we do really, really well around here. Um, because I want you to fucking be as successful as fucking possible. That's my goal here is to make sure that you are successful and you have the information that you need. And I'm not here to blow smoke up your ass. And so someone popped into the group and said they were scared about something or they felt like there was a subliminal message of we try, to us trying to tell people to eat less and eat less. And we're not trying to do that at all with this tweak this week. And I got to point that out. Like you can still eat eight times a day if you want to add in those bonus snacks with this. If you are hungry and having a day where you're hungry, when you're checking in at each meal and snack time, eat. Make the food choices you are choosing as nutrient rich as possible. Eat to satisfaction, but also honor the fact that the next day you wake up and you're not hungry, listen to your body. Trust that your body knows what it needs. Trust that your body's gonna let you know if it's fucking hungry, it's gonna let you know at this point. So I had to shut down that conversation real fast. I had to say, you know, in no way whatsoever, like ask all the questions you want, but in no way whatsoever are we being subliminal about anything. I'll straight up fucking tell you how it is. I've been doing it all along. I'm not afraid to tell you what you need to know and what you need to hear in order to be as successful as possible. So the fear, and again, I love this conversation is what are you scared of? Because it's not this program. It's not this process. Man, whenever you ever eaten a diet and been as healthy as you possibly are right now, when have you ever done a diet about being in tune to your body's needs? When have you ever done a diet that wasn't about, you know, counting and weighing and measuring? When have you ever done a diet that's not low fat and low carb, it's right carb at the right time and making sure you're getting more than enough fats in your diet? When have you ever done a diet that put emphasis on sleep and moving your body and checking in and working with your doctors and managing your stress and factoring in life and all the things that you're doing. So when someone says, you know, I'm scared or I think that, fuck, I'm going to tell you that has nothing to do with our program, has everything to do with what you're dealing with. So I kindly pointed this out to someone and someone popped on and said, well, that's harsh. Well, first of all, you didn't ask the question. 
I'm not talking to you at the end of the day. So here's my takeaway on this. If I say something to someone else and you're reading it and you internalize it and have a feeling about it, first of all, keep it to yourself unless you got something productive or, you know, insightful to say. But also more than that, turn up your internal volume this week. Turn up your internal volume. If you are scared about this week, if you're nervous about this week, you probably don't trust yourself. That's where that is coming from. If something that I say bothers you, there's a message in that for you. There's something for you to learn. This is this program is just so much more than what you're eating. I had someone else, and this was so insightful, say, you know, I'm the, my scale isn't moving and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm la 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 la. What, what am I doing wrong? That's not for us to answer at this point. So at this point, We've had conversations about the scale being slower to move. We have conversations about your doctor. We've had people on who didn't lose weight, you know, in the first couple of programs. At this point, the program is so much more than what you are eating and when. We have given you so much information to for you to figure out what you need specifically in order to reach your goals, what your body needs in order to get that and keep that scale moving. So at this point, you're not asking us, what do, what do I need to do? You You need to ask yourself, you know, what do you need? What have you been doing? What haven't you been doing? What's left on that maximizing list for you to do? So this this is where shit gets really real here because we don't want you doing weird shit for the rest of your life in order to, to maintain your weight. We want you to lose it. And then when you lose it, we want you to lose it in a way that you're going to be able to maintain it forever. So there's a lot that you need to learn. Issues, associations, past traumas, habits, like this tweak this week really brings up all of the stuff because it's literally up to you to really get in tune with what you need to keep this process going so that you reach your goals at the end of the day. I know some of you are going to be repeating this with us in the spring. Um, such a such a great uh, option in repeating the program and the process. So you more importantly want to put these next couple weeks into personalizing the plan because what you learn from that, what you take away from that, it's going to be so valuable when it comes to repeating the program, the process again. But more so once you've reached your goals and you're really rolling into maintenance. So. So this is, that's what this is about. So if you're bringing, if this week is bringing up the feels, good. Turn up the volume on the feels, right? And don't blame the program. At this post, it's not the program. It's not me. It's not my team. It's not the program. It's not the process. It's you. You have to dig into what's bothering you. You have to, you have to address your fears and your associations and your habits. This, this is where we transition to trust. And that is like, man, Woo! It's such a big conversation we're having in the maintenance group right now because what happens is people lose their weight and then they have to trust that they can maintain it. They have to trust. Everyone's like, well, what if I fall back into old habits? Then be aware of that and don't. Do the things that you need to do to reinforce your new habits and recognize when you start to fall back into old ones. Do you know what I mean? Like you gotta hold your own ass accountable at this point. You gotta figure out what you need at this point. Do you know what I mean? And then and then give yourself what you need to follow through and finish. Uh, feeling motivated this morning. How we end inspires us to continue on the right path. Lynn, this, 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 this. And the reason why I'm having this conversation today is because you guys are still here. 
you guys are still here. It's no longer about what you're eating and you're drinking and you're doing. And that's not about that anymore. Do you know what I mean? You want to follow through and finish this process stronger than the day that you started. Really, because you're more in tune. Do you know what I mean? Your, your level of confidence should be sky high at this point. If you're still sticking around, man, this program, this process is no joke. No joke, no joke, no joke. Hi, Nikki. Uh, I completely overate at my life group potluck last night, but it was so worth it. Oh, I love that. I was going to avoid my scale until Wednesday, but but I now have the skills to not freak out. I'm up two pounds, but no, it will go in no time. So two pounds is not a lot considered. So here's here's the learning thing for you. Two pounds, if you totally overate, ate your face off, two pounds, not a lot. So what I would expect that probably to be up a little bit higher. And the fact that it's only two pounds could actually mean that your weight is on the way down at the same time. So you could have not got on the scale. I mean, at this point, you know your weight's going to be up. You don't have to get on the scale. Don't not get on it because you're afraid of it. Like if you're like, I don't need to get on the scale. I already know my weight is up. Like what's the point? Do you know what I mean? The don't waste your time. But if you're not getting on the scale because you're afraid to face it, that's something else. That's something else. You know what I mean? Then you're like, okay, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You can choose not to get on the scale. Who cares? You know your weight's going to be up. If it is, it's going to come right back down. So, you know, don't even waste your time. But if you're not getting on the scale because you don't want to face what you've done or you're afraid of it or whatever the feelings are causing you to be nervous about it, then I say get on it. Get on it, you know? So I would have expected that your weight would have been up a lot higher. The fact that it's not probably means that your weight is actually on the way down, meaning that your weight is up and down at the same time. And that's pretty insightful. So this is where you get on that water today. Do you know what I mean? You make sure you're like doing all the things that you can do. Maybe try not to eat too late tonight. Get a nice deep sleep. And you might be surprised. Not only is your weight back down, but you're actually, your weight is on the way down on top of that, you know? And you miss out on that when we're freaked out. Perfect up. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, I mentioned a non-scale victory. Hi, hi, Angela. Last night in reflections, but I no longer spend uh, an hour in the store. I can get in and out in 20 minutes. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if you're talking about the grocery store or clothing store or whatever. <laughs> I think it compones well for both. Know exactly what you need to get. Get in, get out. Um, you know, that could go with clothing too. Know your body. Know your style. Know what works, you know. Um, I, I, I got this a lot when I would go shop at Winners because I love Winners. 
and people would be like, how can you do winners? I don't know what I like. I don't know what my style is. I very much know what my style is. I know what colors I like. I know what my style is. I'm very confident in that, you know, so I can kind of like go through those racks, 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 you know, pick out stuff that, you know, they're always like, how do you find such good stuff? Well, cause I don't try everything on. I know what works, what doesn't. If I don't love it, pick it up and be like, this is amazing. I'm not going to bother putting it on me, you know, and the same thing with, you know, your food choices and everything else in life. What this program does, it helps you get even so in tuned to your needs that you know not only what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. You know how you feel when you pick up a piece of clothing and you're just like, yeah, wrong color, wrong, wrong cut in the neck. No, no, not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Same thing, whether it's your job or your, your friends or other relationships you have in your life, you know when something isn't working for you. You just know, do you know what I mean? That's a big, that's one big sort of bonus with this process. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's bookstores and libraries and whatnot, um, with like thousands of books on how to ground yourself and be in the moment and meditate and strengthen your mind body connection and all of those things. It's not something you have to do. It's something you are, you know, you are just in tune. A lot of the choices that I make in life are based on how would I feel if I did this? How would I feel if I do that? That's a real game changer for me. I had this guru that I used to work with. He's since passed away, but um, he would say to me, well, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, no, no. Like, you know, you have a couple choices, like literally say, how would I feel if I did this? And kind of feel that, like not in your brain, in your belly, like feel your intuition. How would you feel? Is, is that a good choice for you? And then how would you feel if you do this? And then I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is so much better. I'd be so much happier if I did this. The problem is, though, is that sometimes when, you, when you're going to make a choice that feels good for you, it's not easy for other people. So then we go with a choice that, you know, makes other people happy and doesn't make us happy because we perceive that as being easier, but somehow you always end up paying for that. It's never the easy choice. So I'm a big believer, and this is what this program does, get you in tune. The last few days have been feeling thick, not sure how to explain it. I'm not gaining. I'm mostly just losing in little bits or plateau. Anyone else ever feel like this was feeling thinner a week ago. So right before your weight drops, it's normal to, and again, you're so in tune. So everything is more exaggerated at this point, right? So so you're more in tune. So when you feel like even slightly off, you feel like really, really off. When you feel good, you feel amazing, right? Um, so what can happen as your body retains water is that you your weight can be up. You can kind of feel a little bit kind of just, you know, kind of like a little fattier kind of thing. That can be a sign that your weight is about to drop. Um, it could be um, if you're working out um, or you're just being more active, your body is more, it's more efficient at the things that it's doing. So you're able to build muscle a lot quicker and your body will really change. I don't know if you've been maybe doing yard work or you have been doing some sort of activity that's new for you um, and you may Maybe internalizing that thickness is kind of like whenever I work out, it's like an it's like an inside out kind of strength, and you feel kind of stronger, and you feel more solid, and you feel more grounded, right? So it could, that could be what's happening. Hi, Suzanne. Good morning. Here's to week eleven. Uh, back to rain after sun yesterday. However, that will not deter me from my walk and then a swim. I know. I saw. I wore, I wore this. I wore this like. I mean, I'm going to spring, man. I, I I'm wearing this kind of like summer linen top today. Just kind of try to bring the spring vibes and of course we you know go out the door today and it's snowing um but then there's like i saw the geese standing on this we have some ponds near us so i saw the geese standing there they're just like standing on the ice like fuck <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then we came home. The birds were so loud this morning. There they are on the top of the trees with snow all over them, and they were so loud uh, this morning. I love that. Don't let that stop you from going for a walk. When have you ever gone from a for a walk and been like, "Oh, that sucked. I should never have gone for a walk." Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what the weather. As soon as you go for a walk and you come back, you're like, "Oh, so great." Hi, Michelle. Uh, the best non-scale victory. My mom noticed my weight loss. She commented on my face how it shows. My mom doesn't dish compliments to me that often. Positive ones at least yeah I hear that um, you know we uh, we've been talking uh, recently about people's reactions to your weight loss some people can be really supportive and awesome some people just suck with the stuff that they say and even worse is the people who don't say anything man I've gone and lost 40 pounds no like you're really you're my best friend you don't even notice people don't um, they're not great at having conversations about dieting and weight loss. Man, back in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 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 90s, people talked about dieting like it was just like, just so freely talked about dieting. It was like a thing to talk about. Um, you know, now it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things no one talks about in terms of dieting. And I think it's just a weird place where the diet industry is at right now where they know diets don't work. So if you are actually successful at losing weight, it has to be because you've done some weird shit in order to lose your weight. Do you know what I mean? You're starving yourself, depriving yourself, you're doing keto, you're taking those Zempic, like whatever it is, if you've been successful at weight loss, it has to be because you've done something not healthy. As much as everyone wants to lose weight, as much as everyone is trying to lose weight because the, the diet industry ain't losing any money at this point, right? Um, it keeps growing and growing and growing, yet, you know, when people are successful at losing weight, no one believes that they've done it in a healthy way. And so I think sometimes people are nervous to say something because maybe they've seen you gain and lose, you know, lose and gain the weight before, so they don't want to jinx you. Um, maybe they don't want to put pressure on you. Maybe they don't want to point it out because what if you do gain it back and then what are you going to say then? You know, maybe they're jealous. That's the thing too. Like maybe they, they've been watching you do all the things that you need to do and they're not doing the things that they need to do. So it's hard for them to see you doing well um, on some sort of subconscious, again, subconscious level. Um, you know, um, it's really great when people do recognize all of your hard work and I think it's really important this is where I'm going with this that you really honor yourself with this do you know what I mean and be really proud of yourself and the work that you have done um, being proud of yourself reinforces and is more motivating in terms of continuing to show up and do the things that you're really proud of so it's really important people think that getting on themselves and being hard on themselves and holding themselves accountable is the way to go I really don't think so I think being really kind to yourself being really patient with yourself being really honest Honest with yourself is really important. Being honest with yourself is way more important than what's wrong with you, dumbass. How come you're not doing the things that you need to do? You got to do this. You got to do that. It's more like saying, okay, I want this really bad. Why am I not doing the things I need to do? What, you know, what's stopping me? What am I afraid of? You know, what, why are I, am I having these feelings? And being really honest. And when you're honest with yourself and your journey, you know, that can be just, that can be what gives you that staying power. But, but talk about motivating is being a cheer leader for yourself and remember that you're listening to the things that you say so when someone does say something to you about your weight do you know what I mean like speak up for yourself 
you know, like own the fact that you've worked really hard, you know, like, yeah, I'm so proud of myself. I've worked so hard, like day in, day out, really being mindful of the choices that I'm making, like really trying to feel my best. Like, yes, I've lost weight and that's great. But more than that, I've never felt better than I have in my entire life. I've never been more in tune. You know, I am so connected with myself. Ah, it feels amazing rather than, oh, you know, thanks. Yeah, no, I did this healthy program. Yeah, no, like I'm eating carbs and there's fat and, you know, I'm just doing like feel the energy of that. It just fucking sucks. You know, so really own where you're at. You know what I mean? We're, yeah, fucking right. I've worked really hard at this. I feel amazing. Thank you for noticing. I am so super proud of myself. You know, these are the things that you really want to be mindful of when you're having conversations with the people in your life. They're, they're, you should be really proud of how you've gone about this weight loss journey. I am really proud of how I'm, I'm, I'm teaching people to lose weight. This is a program and a process you can feel really good about showing up for yourself day in, day out. Do you know what I mean? So really be mindful of that. Um, and really honor those positive. When someone takes the time to say something positive, say thank you very much. Thank you for noticing. It means the world to me because, you know, I've been, I've been working at this. I've been trying to do things differently. I've been working really hard. I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, to say something to me, do you know? Um, or same thing when someone says something negative to you. Do you know what I mean? No, actually, you know, I've, I feel amazing. I've never felt, are you sick? If you, oh my God, you've lost weight. Are you sick? No, I feel fantastic. Do you know, like, don't let anyone, you know what I mean, feel anything other than super proud of the hard work that you put on. Let's try that again. Hi, Sarah Shulman. Good morning, friends. Uh, we are getting into what feels like loosey-goosey territory, but it's not. Say it again. Say it again. And if you are perceiving that it is, it could be <clears throat> you're looking for a loophole. You're looking. If you're perceiving that it's loosey-goosey, you're nervous that you have all this flexibility, you could be looking for a loophole to sabotage. Oh, I knew, you know, this isn't going to work. Maybe you think it's not going to work for you because the program is coming to an end. Maybe you're starting to realize you can do this, but you're going to sabotage yourself. And this is where you're, you're looking for reasons, right? And that's why I'm saying if you're perceived this week as personalized, personalizing the plan doesn't mean do what you want. Do you know what I mean? It's get into with what your body needs in order to get and keep that scale moving. Uh, we are getting into what feels like loosey-goosey territory, but it is not. It's leaning into our mind, body, muscles, so we can make choices with fewer rules. Yes, all good here. When you are done losing your weight, you want to be done with losing your weight. You want to just wake up, be in tune to your body's needs, look good, feel good, make choices that make you feel good. And sometimes it's eating the pasta and having the bread. Man, I went to this restaurant this weekend, uh, Biblios, I think, Biblos, or I don't know how you say it. Um, it's a, it's um, kind of a Mediterranean restaurant. I, I went there with friends Friday night to the Uptown restaurant, and then I went there Saturday night with Tony to the Downtown restaurant. Never even heard of this restaurant. Went to it twice uh, in the same weekend. They had this bread, this pide, it's called, and it has like mozzarella cheese, and truffles and oh my god so as soon as I read it on the menu I'm like what the hell is this I'm totally ordering it so I had it with my girlfriends on the Friday night and then I went back the next night with Tony I'm like we got it we gotta order this he's like you already had it last night I'm like no I'm having it again we ordered it and man he's like oh good choice I'm like yeah it was so good 
Um, so I didn't even think twice about it, you know, and you know, did I, did I gain and did my weight go up? I don't, I don't know. I didn't bother getting on my scale on the weekend. I know I feel pretty great today and trying to drink a lot of water and whatnot. But sometimes, you know, making choices that make you feel good is having that thing that's really yummy, but then also getting to a place where you can be like, oh my God, that's so good. And that's it. That was so delicious. That's it. And then wake up the next day and be like, oh my God, wasn't that so good? That was it. It's, it's, it's more than just losing your weight in a way physically that's easy to maintain because you didn't starve and deprive it off. It's about mentally getting to a place where you're super calm around foods. You're so in tune with your body's needs and you know what your body needs now not to lose weight, but in order to maintain your weight. And so all these hard feels that you're having with now or that are coming up when it comes to personalizing the food plan are so important to work through because that's your ticket to getting to that place where you're actually in tune with your body's needs. There's some days where I'm just not hungry at all and I barely eat anything and whatever. And then there's some days where I'm like eating every five minutes and I don't think about it. I'm not weighing myself every day on the scale. I'm just living my life. Now I know when I've been on a, you know, indulge, like I'm indulging a lot and I start to feel it. And usually I'm starting to feel it because the things I'm indulging in aren't really all that great for me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's the foods that are I'm indulging in are just making my stomach feel off. My weight is like maybe kind of going up, creeping up it a little bit, you know, and then I know like, okay, let me like, you know what I mean? Let's rein it in. Let me get back on track for a few days. Let me help my body kind of calm down from the number I've been doing on myself with all these choices. Has it been fun indulging? Yes. Is it causing me to feel like crap? Yes, it is. Is my weight creeping up starting to feel uncomfortable? Is my body telling me enough already? Do you know what I mean? So this is where you want to get to that place and be calm about that and be aware, of course, how your choices are making you feel, uh, but in a way that you can easily kind of manage, not moderate, not control, just kind of manage. Because the reality is in life, you're going to want to eat things that our bodies aren't exactly designed to process and digest. You're going to want to eat things that are really of no value to us, but just taste really good. You're going to want to eat things that make you feel like garbage after. Who cares? They're yummy and you want to have them and life is too short not to have them. But you also want to be aware of how they make us feel, right? And be able to add them in without any stress, you know, or worry that you're going to gain this weight back because you're not going to gain that weight back because the moment your weight starts creeping up, you're going to feel it. And you're going to be like, okay, I need to drink my water again, get on some leafy greens, you know what I mean? Um, so again, all of the feels that are being brought up with this process this week are all for a rhyme and a reason. So this is about transitioning into trust. This is about trusting all of the hard work that you've done over the last few months. This is about trusting that you know what your body needs, that you are in tune, that your body knows when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Now, we're still being mindful to check in at each meal and snack time. So in terms of when to eat, you know, we're making sure we're not falling into old habits like going all day without eating again. So if you used to go all day without eating, make sure you're checking in at every single meal and snack time. Yeah, and then assessing your situation, asking yourself, am I hungry and need to eat? Do you know what I mean? Or could I eat? Meaning I'm not really all that hungry, but I'm a little hungry. I could maybe have a few token bites. Or should I eat? I haven't, I skipped my previous meal or snack. By the time I'm going to get to eat again, you know, three and a half, four hours are going to be go by. Then I'm going to be raging hungry. Then chances are I'm not going to make a good choice. 
then I'm going to overeat. My energy levels are going to start to dip. I'm going to start to feel like garbage. So I should probably eat something. Do you know what I mean? So that, that's what this is about is taking the time so that eventually you won't have to ask. It's all going to come second nature. When, when it comes time to eat, your body's going to be like, Hey, yo, I'm getting hungry. Start thinking about eating. And again, hunger is not an immediate need for food. Hunger is your body giving you a heads up, giving you time to go find your food, prepare your food, eat your food, and for your body to process and digest your food, right? When it comes uh, time for those portions or what to eat, this is where that what to eat, right? Like, do I want a steak? You know, when you want a steak, you know, you want a steak. Like you're going to go buy a cow and cut its ass off. You want a steak, you know, just like, I want a steak. Do you know that when you want that red meat, you're like, you're going to the grocery store. You're going to get it. If you don't have it, you're going to find it. You're going to go out to the keg. You're going to do whatever. I want that red meat. You're also going to get that when it comes to salads. I want a I like a salad. I just feels like something light. I want something fresh. I want a salad. I want some fruits. Oh my goodness. I want some watermelon right now on a hot day. What's better than a watermelon? I want some fruit. I want some cheese, man. I need some like, good fat. I need some protein. Joe, and you can start doing this. This is where if you have, if you go to a fruit and you feel like fruit, don't take it a step further. Not just like, I feel like some fruit right now, but what fruit of what I have available? How would I feel if I had the grapes? Oh, I got these sour green grapes. <laughs> Not those. Banana. Oh, I could do a banana right now. Or maybe you have some mango. Oh, a mango. That's kind of fresh. Like, again, out of your brain, into your belly, your body knows what's most appealing in the moment. So, you know, not only do I want fruit, this is, the, of the fruit I have available, this is what's most appealing to me. And a lot of times we're like, oh, switch it up. Go buy the rainbow. No, go buy what's in tune. Your body knows. It's not trying to fuck you over, screw you up, make you fat. None of those things. It wants you to make choices that make it feel good at the end of the day. You know, and then of course, what to eat. And this is where those four questions come in. The reason why, you know, we ask those four questions so often is not only to get in tune to our portions, but after we're done, just so we won't have to ask anymore. You're going to see your food coming a mile away. If you're at a restaurant, be like, that's not enough. That's too much. And then Tony and I, we sat down, they started bringing our food. We already knew it was kind of like too much. <laughs> As soon as they brought our second dish, we're like, whoa, we, we, we ordered way too much food. Uh, it wasn't so bad in the end, but you just know. I didn't have to ask myself the four questions to know that we ordered way too much food. Um, you know what I mean? So that that's why you're doing all these things. And this is all like reinforcing these new habits, which are being in tune, listening to your body, trusting your body, when to eat, what to eat, also how much to eat, you know, which is really super cool. So once you lose the weight, you don't have to think about it. You don't have stress about it. You're just waking up. And, and making choices that are in tune with your body's needs and being aware of how your choices are making you feel. Do you know what I mean? Which is so, so try to really be in, try to have fun with this week. You know, try to have, if you are, if you're feeling feels about it, good. Let's bring them up. Let's talk about it. Let's go all into those feels. What is it? Why are you having this? You know, what do you need to do to reconcile how you feel, to work through your issues, your associations, your feels, all of that? Turn up the volume! Sarah Shulman, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to put that on shirts. <laughs> go back and watch some old seg segments. Hi, Gina. I was starting to ask myself, uh, late last week at snack time, am I hungry? Even before this week, I could have skipped snacks. Wasn't feeling like I needed them, but I had my token bites. Anyway, I totally get this week and I'm on board. Yeah, this 
Exactly. How many times in this program did you not want to eat the snack? Did you not want to eat the meals? Did you, do you know what I mean? But you had those token amounts anyway because we had to create that routine. We had to get even more in tune to portions because we had to recognize when we were switching up those snacks. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot to learn from making sure you were eating all your meals and snacks. Now at this point, think about that. All those times you ate those token amounts and you weren't hungry, now you don't have to force yourself to eat them anymore. You were probably picking up on weeks ago the fact that you didn't need to eat this much this often. You're probably starting to instinctually pick up on like feeding the metabolism, right? Weren't we all just like, fuck, this is exhausting. Really? Do we really have to do this? This is just like so inconvenient. It's tiring. I'm exhausted. This sucks. Do you know what I mean? That's the part. That's the lead up to that, that when you were working through, that was one of the things that we were doing with eating more often, you know? eating more often. Um, I could talk all day. I'm so excited about this week. Uh, good morning. Hi, Veronica. Should I continue with my supplements between groups? When is the wedding date? <laughs> That's two random questions. So you can continue with your supplements because there's such a quick turnaround with this program, this process, kind of keep things going. If you do want to take a quick break from them, you can do that as well. We actually discussed this with Dr. Paul in the last conversations, what to do with those supplements in between groups. So you have options. You want to take a break? It, 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 there's a lot to be learned. Um, this is one of the things we talked about with him. Taking a break from them. Sometimes we don't know how they're actually factoring in until we stop taking them and then we realize, ah, oh, man, they were actually making a difference. So you can totally take a break with them uh, or you can keep going at this point. Um, we are getting married. Uh, so we're doing a destination wedding uh, and that's happening uh, in three weeks. So we got to like wind down the group and then we'll be going away. And then at the end of the week that we're getting married. So another couple weeks now, which um, I can't believe it. We, we booked, well, man, we've had this book for so long. Um, it seems so far away at the time and now I cannot believe it's here it's total craziness um it's it's been so fun and exciting and thank you guys for asking because I fucking love talking about it it's so fun I can't wait to uh I I can't wait for Tony to go from my handsome fiance to my hot hubby Um, hi Linda, hi Gina, I had an aha moment this weekend, I had a super stressful weekend, woke up on Sunday with full of intentions of eating all the food, aka stress eat, okay love this, went for breakfast and ate some of the food and was so full, but most importantly my stress wasn't gone, ah, this, normally I found, normally I found way more comfort in food in the past, I shifted gears and took the dog for an hour walk and felt way better, I'm going to, I got to get going, but I'm going to read this again. I think this is so important. This is a massive aha moment. How is that coping mechanism working for you? And now you might do it another couple times, but realizing that the way that you're coping with your stress isn't working for you anymore. It just doesn't work for you anymore. And that's what awareness does. Awareness makes us realize, oh, that shit, that's not really working for me. If anything, it makes me feel like crap and it's not helping. Do you know what I mean? And I also love the fact that you woke up and you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you set out to do that. I think that's great too. I, I'm, a, I like, I'm all about doing things with intention. So if you, if you want to go and eat your face off, go fucking do it. 
Do you know what I mean? And enjoy it, right? But then you got to move on past that. But I love that you allowed yourself to do that and then you recognize it's not working for you. It's no longer serving a purpose. That's a massive aha moment when you realize, okay, this is just not serving me. This is not working for me anymore. Let me do something else. Um, Because, you know, we use food for so many things and to cope with our stress is a big one. So this is like, this is so huge. So I'm really glad that you went and you were going to eat your face off and then you realized that that wasn't working for you. And then more importantly, you were proactive about it and went for a freaking walk. Drop the mic. You know what I mean? Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Finding that I'm hungrier and can't wait for the snacks, but no, it's because I've upped my exercising. Oh, awesome. I hope for 15 pounds a session, but at 18.4 pounds, I'm thrilled. Pump for these last two weeks and coasting till I start second session. Okay, Shelly. So exercising can make you hungrier. It doesn't mean that you need more food. Make sure you're making your foods as nutrient-rich as possible, right? It could be that you're also, because at this point you're in tune with your body, your body's just being very clear about letting you know when it's it's hungry. You'll find sometimes when you're extra hungry, you get fuller faster. It's like you're so hungry, and then you go to eat something, you're like, oh, okay, like I'm full, right? Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of hunger. That's really important. Your your body letting you know you're hungry isn't your body trying to make you fat. It's not trying to store your fat back. It's not trying to screw you over. It's not trying to stop you from anything. Also with the time of year, it could just simply be the time of year combined with moving your body more as your body gives you more energy, pulls you out of that winter hibernation mode that your body's just, you're in tune and your body's like, hey, I'm using more energy. Make sure you feed me. Hey, letting you know very clearly I'm hungry right Right now do you know what I mean so go into that hunger it's not your body it's just your body communicating with you which I absolutely love I gotta go I'm, I'm gonna totally stay here all day if I don't and I can hear Sonia already Sonia's like Gina let's go yeah things to do yeah meetings you got stuff to do um I love you guys I love this conversation thanks for uh, showing up and thanks for still being here thanks for putting your faith in the program thanks for showing up and having real honest conversations and you know being all about it um, thanks for having faith in the program. Thanks for thanks for participating and commenting and supporting our other members and just, you know what I mean? Like it's a really awesome place and we should all be really proud that we've gotten to this point. Um, we're not done yet though. We are not done yet. Make sure you keep showing up. Um, have yourselves an amazing day and I'll check in later. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com